Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hello, hello. It's the 20th of September and I know this is a podcast, but it's a sea of red behind me, Annette Beecher, kicking it off today and my partner in crime, Cara. Hi. What a day. What a day. Yeah, it was a bloodbath, wasn't it? It was so ugly. We had that lead on from Wall Street on, on Friday and it just didn't stop on the local market. It was just so hard to find anything green out there. There wasn't. And you know, when you're on the page of the market uh, leaders and they ran out of green, actually, I've never seen a, a red number on the market leaders before. So, yes, the uh, ASX closed down 156 points or over 2% in one day. That's a new 20 year low. And of course, it wouldn't be a day without iron ore taking another massive step down, certainly took Fortescue, uh, Rio and BHP with it, um, all down up to 6 to 7%, although Champion Iron down 12 Oh, the big Australian, not it so big. Ugly. <laughs> yeah, it was just so ugly, wasn't it? And I don't know about you, but I was asking a lot of the guests today, is this a correction or is this just a bit of a reset in markets? And there's some different views out there when it comes to the technical guys, the fundamental guys. But what they did say is if you're still looking for value, there are still companies that are good buyers at these levels. And what did the Aussie dollar do? Did it fall down with the with the iron ore price? It hasn't. It's still hovering around the 72.30 mark. So a lot of the falls that we did see were on Friday, that risk off session. But so far it hasn't followed through. But all of the calls now for the local unit are towards that 70 cent handle. The technical guys, the fundamental guys. So you'd have to think that it will play catch up to that, yeah, that drop in certainly price. Certainly it doesn't look good. And the more we speak to unhedged people, the more they're going to pick up on some gains well we only had a couple of bits of news and one of them oh i felt sorry for this ipo guy today pearl gull a high grade iron ore ipo today yes <laughs> that's pretty unlucky isn't it i mean what are you going to talk to investors about that's, on the day that's not good uh and yeah so yeah they ipo today i think they're down 15 percent and um i had that discussion uh with the ceo today he said look it's high grade iron ore it will find a market but just timing is everything sometimes so that didn't feel go down too well in terms of uh we had our normal COVID briefing today at 11, but uh, the Premier tossed in something a bit extra, which is they've offloaded the rest of West Connects. Now, says me, who's on it uh, fairly regularly, and that's been sold off and Transurban as part of the consortium there. That's $11 billion that's going to pay off state debt. Pretty sorely needed right now, you'd think. Yeah, definitely. But look, m is just the topic of the moment, isn't it? You don't see a day go by where we don't have some new m and news. And it is really 
uh, at the forefront of these portfolio managers' minds. I had a chat with Mark Whitaker from Investors Mutual Limited this afternoon, and it was such a big theme. He was also looking for value in the market given this this pullback that we have seen. He's got a couple of couple of picks on the table. Sky Entertainment was one of them in terms of that reopening theme. He had a couple more. And I also had a chat with Nick Morton from Resonant Asset Management this morning. It was a similar theme, talking about China, the slowdown, the Evergrande story. Does he like China? You'll have to find out. And if he is buying China, find out where. Yeah, we are, I asked a couple of people about do you avoid China? And tell you what, it's not a universal not. answer um, at all. I, I rounded out my day today with Julia, always a pleasure, over at Berman Invest. She didn't do a buy, hold, sell, but I asked her, is this a good time to have a sniff around? And she said, obviously everything just got caught up in a day like today and she said the the trades that will come back are the the lithiums the nickels you know that is not an iron ore trade and she said she's starting to buy back some of the ag stocks such as fertilizer like Incitec pivot and new farm so that's sort of you know, in terms of looking for bargains, I thought, oh, ag, that's an interesting one. Sticking with um, going back to M&A and Transurban, that was actually our stock of the day. And we had Andrew in the chair today with Francesco DeStratus from Ord Minette and David Novak from Wealthwise Education. Take a listen. Currently have a buy recommendation on it. And look, that's you know, more or less a long-term recommendation. Um, for those investors that are looking you know, at their super funds in particular, um, you know, these are great assets to, to have for long-term investors. Um, you know, where do you find a business where you know, traffic numbers increase year on year, toll prices increase by CPI plus a margin on top of it? At this stage, I look, it looks like a good deal for shareholders. So um, I, I like the business. I think it's a good buy for long-term investors. Um, and I'd be taking up the entitlement at this point in time. Yeah, look, I'm not um, so um, bullish on the growth aspect of it. It's more, you know, this is more just an income stock. Look, it's not a, a buy for me. I'm, I'm looking for more growth. And uh, again, I'm a bit cautious about interest rates going forward in the future. Infrastructure stocks like this can be, can be hit pretty hard if, if we see a surge in rates for whatever reason going forward. It'd be a halt for everyone there because we've got a buy and a hold and according to the rules we need two buyers so not getting the nod today for Transurban I have to say it's still one of a, a, a great annuity stock collecting those tolls but it doesn't feel like it when the roads are empty right now now of course what's coming up and I had a chat with Stephen Miller who is also our view of the day today there must be a dozen central banks Don't meeting this week or like I think six of the G7 and another six of the uh, Asia PAC region and of course it's all about the Fed and the dot plots and what's everybody think so brace for a couple more days of discussion there but I have to just quote Stephen here in his view he's basically saying that a taper and announcement could be seen as a jab against economic infection. Genius. That's a very good line. <laughs> Stephen, great as always. 
Uh, hey, though, we've got RBA minutes tomorrow. Anything expected or a bit of a bit it, of a nothingness? It's a bit of a tough one. And, and, in fact, I was interviewing Stephen Miller, speaking of which, live as it dropped. He was expecting the tapering to be dropped. So the clunk was his jaw hitting the table. He didn't expect that pullback from $5 billion to $4 billion. But then, of course, we had a speech last week from Governor Lowe Dovish as ever, tapering doesn't mean tightening and, of course, wages and inflation are well behind where they should be. Of course, we'll have a look. We've got a panel coming up, actually. We've got uh, Stephen Halmarek, CBA, Paul Bloxham from HSBC and Lachlan from Go Market. So I hope there's some headlines to talk about. Yeah, maybe we'll get a bit of follow-through from the Australian dollar once we hear something from those minutes. I've also got Jason McIntosh on the trade tomorrow from Motion Trader. He's always great on the show. He's probably going to have a couple of picks and have a look at the broader market for us because, you know, some key levels have been in a hit now when it comes to the ASX. It broke that 7,300 mark which is pretty key. So where to next? Yeah, he's a bit of a chart master, our Jason. I'll look forward to that. And I've got a new X, well, I'm XTD, new TD person coming on, our global head of macro, James Rossiter. He will just give us a rundown of what the ECB did last week. The reason that matters is the market was looking for a hawkish turn. And then, of course, this week we've got the BOE and the markets are again looking for a hawkish turn. So we'll get the TD view of those two central banks and maybe a sneak peek of the Fed as well. So still central bank talk that keeps me macro pointy head very happy. <laughs> and still lots to trade as well. So I'm pretty happy too. Lots to trade. Well, we've got the dynamic duo here signing off for today. Put your feet up. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Have a great one. 